Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. People frequently ask me, what are the components of a good leadership development program? And my response is, it depends. It depends on the participants. Are they newbies getting ready for their first foray into leadership? Are they seasoned execs who want to accelerate their trajectories? Are they middle managers trying to figure out how to refine their skills and where they want to go next? So my answer is, it depends. But even with it depending and being situational, I think that there are topics or domains of leadership that should be included in a sound leadership development program. These are things that apply and can, in fact, should be customized and modified based on a lot of different factors. Factors like the people, the organization, the external, you know, the external environment, the um, industry, the profession. There's just a lot of factors that you got to consider. So in this podcast, what I'm going to describe is a program design that I modify and use a lot. If you know anything about my work, you know it's interactive, it's engaging, and it's focused on applying the principles to enrich the lives and the leadership of each and every person. My goal is to strengthen the skills, competencies, and confidence of anybody who runs through, goes through, hope they're not running through, but goes through one of my programs or workshops. And the ultimate, the ultimate objective is to help people find their most positive, powerful potential, and then fulfill it. So I want to start with a conceptual framework. I like an approach that's rooted in the core tenets of emotional intelligence and mindful leadership. Uh, They both uh, integrate a leader's life experience and self-knowledge with self-regulation and self-concept to get results on the macro and the micro levels. I also use a lot of transformational leadership as an anchoring concept and reflexive leadership as well. When you're designing leadership development, you got to get familiar with a lot of different theories and, more importantly, their practical applications. You can't just kind of pull it out of your ear or out of your sleeve. You, You have to have a grounding and some knowledge. Whatever theories you decide you want to embed in your leadership learning, Remember that a good framework addresses three critical areas for competency development. The first area is the self, leading the self. This is the starting point for development. It's about becoming self-aware, developing the capacity for self-reflection, for reflexivity. Um, It's really about knowing what you're bringing to the table as a leader, and that's where we want to start people off. And then we can move to the competencies of leading a team or a work group, the interpersonal level. And this is where we get people to move to awareness of others. Um, And this is where we transition into the realm of maximizing outcomes for teams and for work groups and what are the leadership competencies and skills that are required for that. The third piece of this foundation is leading in the organization and in the profession. And this is where people develop skills and competencies required to have a positive and hopefully a lasting impact in their organizations and in 
their professions. This is where we go from, we started at the micro with the self, we moved to the team, but this is the macro level when we start looking at how do we develop the skills to move, um, to move things, to lead in the organization and the profession. So now what I want to do is to talk through seven focus areas, possible objectives for each area. And I'm not saying that these are the only areas to target. I'm just sharing a design that I've used and modified, and it's been working well, and it's really easy to customize and tailor. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mention or say uh, domain of leadership. Then I'll talk about the focus or the importance of it. And then I'll talk about the developmental outcomes for each of these domains. So the first one is leading with values. And the focus here is on discovering what matters most, discovering your core values. What we hope to get out of this developmentally in terms of outcomes are discovering each individual's core values, understanding the relationship between values and how we approach leadership, this is one of the areas where uh, books like Michael Bunting's The Mindful Leader, that's Michael Bunting, The Mindful Leader. This is a great tool for exploring values and action alignment. So I encourage you, if you've never read The Mindful Leader, get a copy. Next up, or the second one, is leading with awareness. So that's the domain of leadership, leading with awareness. And this is about more self-discovery. First one, leading with values is discovering your core values, but leading with awareness is about deeper discovery of the self. This is where we explore emotional intelligence and where we begin to look at that self-awareness and self-management, which are the first two uh, components or competencies in emotional intelligence. And this is a place where the strength-based leadership assessment is very, very helpful. So I encourage you to get the Wrath and Conchi book, uh, Strength-Based Leadership. It's a good tool to use right here when we're talking about leading with awareness. Third one is, the third domain of leadership that is important is leading with clarity and purpose. It's here that we focus on discovering your reason for being. So you'll notice that these first three are about discovery, but this is discovering your reason for being. And this helps the leader understand themselves and their role in the development of the organization. This is when we can put together a strategy for advancing personal purpose in the organizational context. This is when we understand or begin to understand whether my purpose is truly aligned with the work that I'm doing. I'm talking about my divine purpose, my reason for being. This is also a place where when we start to get clarity on purpose, um, we can start to understand nuances of the self and how they play out in the workplace. It's how we can start to understand, is there dissonance or some kind of consternation between me and the organization? Well, that would be because potentially my values are misaligned in this organization. It could be because my reason or my purpose for being is not a good fit in the organization. So that's why we spend time on that domain. The next one, the fourth one is leading with influence. And, you know, the focus here 
is on making a lasting impact, leaving your stamp in your organization, in your profession, in our world. This is when we spend time crafting and advancing a personal brand where we, if you're doing leadership development, you help people come up with a brand statement, help them um, hone their brand identity, which is based on the values and the purpose that we talked about in the first uh, piece of this development. So this is all about the brand, um, networking, um, some degree of self-advocacy. The tool I like to use here with Leading with Influence is something called Reflected Best Self. It's a great assessment that helps people gather data on their personal and their professional influence on times when they have soared, when they've really rocked. So they come to a deeper understanding of the strengths that they're bringing. You know, I think when we start looking at leading with influence, the other thing that you can't overlook here is well bodies and well-being. Because well bodies and well-being directly impact the influence that we can have and our personal brand. When we are well, when we are feeling well, and I'm not just talking about physically well, I'm talking about emotionally and psychologically, that enhances our ability to have positive influence. So what one is coming up next? I think I went through one, two, three, and four. I think now I'm coming to number five. And that is capacity building, leading through capacity building. This is all about, this focuses on building your own individual limitless capacity. And what we do here, or the outcome that we seek, is to determine where and how best to use our energy in the workplace. Like, what battles am I going to fight? What hills am I going to die on? Um, Who am I going to surround myself with? Because part of capacity building is building social capital. It's building a strong network of people who support your ideas and vice versa. It's not a one-way street. It's also another part of capacity building that I think is sometimes overlooked is getting mentors and sponsors and becoming a mentor and a sponsor. So that's five, capacity building. That's an important part of any leadership development work. Next one up is leading change and innovation. And the focus here is on just that. How do I strategize to shift or change or alter organizational systems? What is it there? And at this point, what, what we want to get out of this, the objective is to help people understand the difference between improvement, innovation, and ingenuity. You know, improvement is change at the margins. Innovation is change at the core. And ingenuity is big, 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 big change that can really rock an industry or rock an organization. So also when we start thinking about developing people who can lead change and innovation, an important part of the learning that has to happen here is the ability to use a comprehensive approach for leading change initiatives, for evaluating change initiatives. Last one, the number seven here, the seventh domain or focus of leadership development should be leading by giving. And this is where we really, I think we delve into the heart of leadership, which is giving. 
giving to the self, but also giving to others. And this is where we kind of figure out the individualized consideration that leaders have to have to meet the needs of others. And that individualized consideration, that comes from theories of transformational leadership. And it asks us to look at other people and to figure out what they need. So part of leadership is looking at others, the people on your team, and considering what they need and figuring out how to give that to them. And this is also where each leader develops a personal approach to civic engagement to extend giving to the larger community. You know, if you listen to my podcast, you know I am like 150% sold on civic engagement, on community service, on the things that make this world a better place. So that's where this happens when we focus on leading by giving. And this is an area where if we're doing this well in our leadership development, people will understand the relationship between giving and gratitude. You know, Linda Rosak Burton wrote that wonderful book on gratitude, um, Gratitude Heals. She's also got a TED Talk now on how we use gratitude. And that TED Talk would be great to include in your leadership development work. So as you're thinking about ways to design leadership development, or if you're assessing the models that you may want to use or currently use, remember this, whatever you build or whatever you select, it has to be theoretically sound and practically appealing. I'm, I'm really big on that. I find that too much leadership development is based on the latest fad or what's in now. I I think that there is something to be said for understanding the theories that undergird leadership development and organizational development. And then how do we make those theories real? How do we test them in real organizations with real people in real life? Whatever you do has got to be reality-based so that people can grapple with the real struggles that they're having in their roles. It's got to be focused on skill development so people walk away feeling like they got information that they can apply today, that they can use today. I'm a big believer that it also has to be fun. Like nobody wants to be bored in what's supposed to be a growth opportunity. So create, find fun activities to to enhance this. I also believe it's very relational. We want to build cohorts of people who understand that they have one another for support in their organizations. So I think that those are important. As you're doing this, try pulling pieces from this model and incorporating them with what you're already doing and pull pieces from other models so you create something that is unique. I'm not a big believer in off-the-shelf development. I just, I don't know, I believe it has to be tailored, customized, curated to be most effective. Remember that this is an iterative process. As you keep evolving, your organization keeps evolving, and your learning, your learning about leadership should keep evolving. So think about these seven uh, domains that I talked about and Figure out which ones you want to focus on and which ones will have the most meaning in your organization. Let me review them real quickly. Leading with values, leading with awareness, leading with clarity and purpose, leading with influence, leading through capacity building, leading change and innovation, and leading by giving. Those are seven domains or areas that you can focus on when you're developing 
leadership development. I know that was redundant, developing leadership development, but you get my point. Test them, try them. Let me know how they're working for you. Stay well. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.